It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. What are players doing in the offseason to prepare for next year? Where are they going on vacation? Where is their offseason home? What parts of their game are they working on the most? What's their favorite offseason activity away from hockey? Find all that out and more on the latest episode of Catching Up with the CUDA. Now, here's your host, Nick Nolenberger. We are pleased to be joined by Barracuda forward Jake McGrew. Jake, it's been a month and change since we saw the whole gang together. Everybody dispersed for the offseason, but it's great to catch up with you. How are things going? Uh, not too bad. I, I can't complain. I'm in Arizona right now, just kind of enjoying my summer and, and training again. And back to it, it's a little bit different because it's a shorter offseason than than last summer but I'm enjoying it and and uh and making some memories this summer so it's good so no one gave you the mo gave you the the uh the tip that you don't go to Arizona in the summer yeah uh, I got to think a little bit too late <laughs> so once I was already here it was the first week I was here it was 120 degrees so it was once I got through that so I figured I could I could stick it out the rest of the summer yeah, I guess it's uh, what do they say? It's a dry heat. So yeah, exactly. As long as you're sitting by the pool or you're inside, everything's air conditioned. They're used to the temperature. Like <laughs> yeah, that. but uh, us athletes sweat pretty easily. So <laughs> you walk Fair. outside and you're sweating no matter what. Fair enough. I mean, if you were back home, you're from Southern California, so it's not that much cooler down there this time of year. You get a little bit of sea breeze though. So yeah, yeah, exactly. With the, with the thermostat. Tell us what you've been up to out in Arizona. I know your girlfriend lives out there. What mm -hmm. type of training, what type of activity you said you're, you're making, trying to make some memories here this summer. So what have you been up to in Arizona? Uh, just been relaxing, you know, just enjoying the time off and, and relaxing the body, obviously training. Um, but I think it's just enjoying time off and whether it's golfing or, or hanging out with friends or getting on the ice, I think it's just enjoying the time to yourself because once the season starts, you're around everyone again and, and uh, just getting back into stuff like going to church and all that kind of stuff. So it's been good and, and I'm enjoying it. So let's recap this past season, your first season of pro you started mm -hmm. in the ECHL with the Allen Americans. You hadn't played in a full calendar year, but with COVID, even the ECHL started a little bit later than it normally does, but you got off to a tremendous start you're able to get your offensive game going at the ECHL level, get into some games. As you look and you reflect on your first season of pro, it was a unique one to say the least, but what are your thoughts on your first season and how do you feel now gearing up mentally for year number two? Do you feel that much more confident knowing where you need to be to continue to progress in your career? Yeah, I think I was all things considered, um, like you said, missing a full, full season again for the second year in my in my hockey career um was difficult but I think my season and just going into it with the mindset of just I want to get better and I'm going to take everything that everyone has to say in and 
um, and just do what I can do and, and put the effort in. Um, I think I was, I was pretty pleased with how really how it went and definitely how it ended. Um, I think how I ended the season is more of the type of player I am. Um, so I, I, I'm very thankful and, and grateful for, for the year that I had. So, well, it's, they often say it, not how you start. It's the way you finish. Although you did start strong in Allen mm-hmm. and continue to progress in the American hockey league, but it's the way you finished. I thought the way you played in the playoffs is probably the most confident we saw you all season long mm-hmm. you're using your patented speed. You know, you're taking the puck wide, you're going to the net, you're being physical, you're being an agitator. Did you feel that way at the end of the year, especially in the playoffs that your game was starting to hit its stride? Yeah, for sure. I think, I think everyone in a season goes through ups and downs. And I think for me, what works best for me is just letting go and, and playing freely. Um, if that makes sense. And I felt I had a lot more confidence in the playoffs. Um, just with just reflecting on everything and going into playoffs saying, Hey, let's, I know all things considered, it's not ideal, but let's end on a good note and take advantage of every opportunity that I have to play in front of, the 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 man upstairs and and those big guys and those eyes on you so I think I was I was very pleased and and grateful for the way that I ended and and uh like you said it's it's not how you start it's how you finish and and I was very very happy with the way I finished it was interesting going into the playoffs because the Pacific division was the only division that played playoffs. And I know there was rumors and rumblings that players didn't necessarily want to continue the year, the way that things had gone all season long with testing and no fans and so on and so forth. But the way the entire team as a whole, I felt like attacked the playoffs was extremely impressive. And you mentioned playing in front of the big guys, the guys that make the decisions. Mm-hmm. Doug Wilson was in the building for every single game and everybody seemed to elevate their game and take these playoffs very, very seriously. Did you sense that going into the playoffs and when you guys were playing games and everybody was taking this extremely serious. And once you got into game action, was it pretty fun to, to get playoff experience? Cause playoff hockey, there's just no way you can mimic it. You know, the regular yeah. season playoffs, it's, it's almost a different sport. Yeah, no, for sure. I think everyone, everyone, just kind of took the situation and, and said, okay, we, everyone, I mean, I speak for myself when I said, I don't, I, I play the game because I love the game. I don't play it to get paid. It's, that's just a bonus. Um, but I think everyone did a phenomenal job. Everyone, once the game, once the puck was dropped, everyone did their job and, and put in the effort. So I think that's all you can really ask for when, when those circumstances were what they were. We're talking to Barracuda forward Jake McGrew. Arizona has become, for lack of a better term, somewhat of an off-season hotbed for a lot of players because mm-hmm. it's a great time or a great place to spend your time. A lot of NHL players and professional hockey players like to play golf. It's obviously, uh, you know, uh, an epicenter for golf. Are you skating with any guys? Are you training with any guys that play pro hockey, whether it's in the NHL or the AHL or, or the coast or even juniors? Have you seen guys like Nikolai Kanishov or Maxime Latunov, guys who do spend a little bit of their summers mm-hmm. uh, in Arizona? Have you been able to run into any of those guys? I haven't seen uh, Maxi or Nikolai very much. I'm, I don't know Nikolai personally. I, I don't think I've met him. Um, but I know uh, – Brinson and Steiner here. So I haven't seen them. I don't think most of those guys are on the ice too much yet, but yeah, I, I'm, I, today 
Mark Kostelik was out there. He plays for Ottawa's AHL team. So I know him from playing in the Western League and, and growing up playing when I was on the Junior Kings and he played on the Junior Coyotes. So um, we grew up kind of playing against each other. So I know him. Um, but it's kind of – it's slowly going to start picking up. Um, but I haven't seen too many of them outside the rink. I'm, I'm training um, with my agent's trainer um, that he had when he played down here. So it's just been a one-on-one thing. So that's been good. So what are you trying to work on this offseason going into year number two? Is there anything that you really wanted to focus on from a training standpoint going into your sophomore season? I don't think necessarily there's one thing specifically that I want to work on. I think every summer is pretty much the same for me. Um, it's just getting getting faster, getting stronger, that kind of stuff. It sounds cliche, but that's a lot about a lot of what it is, is just building up that work capacity to be able to play that many games in a year and, and stay healthy. I think that's a big part of my training is just being able to stay healthy, um, keeping my knee in a hundred percent shape, good shape and, and keeping it ready for, for a 70 or for a 62 or 72 game season, whatever, whatever it may be. I was reading an article and this article was written a while ago, but it talked about you and your dad, your dad, uh, Sean, and, and you, you guys working <laughs> out in the garage and that's how you kind of, you started to build your bodies. Your dad said, Hey, do you want to work out? He, he yeah. had a background in working out. Yeah. Um, do you guys still do that? Do you still have the gym uh, set up back at your parents' house? And when you go back home, are you planning on throwing around some weights? Oh yeah, we still have it. He, um, yeah, he's a special, special guy and he's taught me a lot um, more than just working out. And I think I started to work out with him when I was 14 or 15. Um, but yeah, we still have that gym in the garage. Every When I'm home and I'm living at home, he either works out at, I think four thirty in the morning before he goes to work or he works out when he gets home from work. Um, so when I, when I pull up to the house at, at five o'clock at night and I see him clanking and banging in the garage, I, it makes me smile because he's, he's 52 and he's, he's still, he, his job is, is tremendously strained on his body. He's don't, he owns his own construction business and he, he's out there doing the work every day. And, and uh, he comes home and, and puts in work and, and I love to see it. It gives me motivation. He tells me every day, he's, he just says work hard so you, so you can play a game for a living. And, and that's what, that's the kind of role model that I had. And I'm very thankful that, that he is my dad and, and showed me the way. You kind of alluded to it, but that, that has to get you fired up. Your dad, oh, he, yeah. he works construction, he works long hours and he gets home and he's throwing the weights around in the garage. Yeah. And you've got to be thinking to yourself, I am a professional athlete in peak physical condition. I have no excuse if Pops is out there getting a workout in. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, it's just, it's, it's phenomenal. I tell him every day, I was like, dude, you need to take care of your body. You're going to be, you're not going to be able to walk by the time you're 70 years old. And he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, just wait, man. Just wait. His hands are all beat up, but no, he's, he's unbelievable. And I have so much respect for him. So we, we talked about a little bit, you are in Arizona and by the time this interview comes out, it may be slightly outdated, but if you're in Arizona, you may want the team to continue on, but this, the Suns are, are the talk of the town uh, right now on the run that they are. And have you jumped on the bandwagon? Are you a Suns fan? Have you been following? 
Um, I've I've watched one game. I'm not gonna lie. I've only watched one game. Me and uh, John Root went to to a little bar and and watched one of the games. So that was kind of fun and got to hang out with him and chat with him for a while. So uh, only one game, but it's all over social media and obviously all the Arizonians are talking about the Suns and all that kind of stuff. But it's I think it's cool to see and the whole the whole city of Arizona rallies around them. So. John Root, former Sharks in arena host, actually started his career with the Barracuda, but now lives in Arizona as he continues in his media career. Great guy. And he had some fabulous things to say about you as well. Um, just texting me about you and, and saying how good of a guy you are. And I and I could vouch uh, for, for my time being around you as well. Um, just looking ahead to next year, next season, fans in the building, some normalcy. We're hoping we'll play a full 68-game schedule. The potential to go north of the border and play the new team in Abbotsford and having fans in the building, as we alluded to, interacting with fans and just getting back to what makes hockey so special. How excited are you about some normalcy coming up next season? Yeah, I think it's exciting. Obviously, get all this COVID stuff out of the way and and behind us. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be nice playing, hopefully playing in front of fans and we had a little bit of taste of that in, in Vegas and, and after a while of not playing with fans and then going back to play with fans, it was, it's electric and, and the guys realize how much we, we need fans and we feed off that energy, what, even if it is on the road. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm really looking forward to next season and have a lot more confidence going into uh, this upcoming season and just the sense of calmness and, uh, and not so, not so high strung and that kind of stuff. So uh, it's going to be a blast and, and I can't wait. So do you have any plans for the summer? You're in Arizona, as we alluded to, you'll be going back home for a little bit. Are you hitting up? I believe it's the salt river is that main river that goes through Tempe. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, people float yeah. down that. And you of yeah. course have, uh, you know, you have wildlife and nature reserves and all types of stuff in Arizona. Obviously it's hot this time of year, but what's mm -hmm. on the docket, any fun uh, trips planned or anything fun uh, on tap? Uh, me and, uh, me and the girlfriend are going to go down to San Diego for a little bit, the close to the end of July. Um, so we're going to go down there. Obviously it's not in Arizona, but, um, we went up to their family friend's cabin a couple weeks ago. So we did that for a week and, um, just kind of enjoying the time of being around family and, and staying at home and that kind of stuff, because I have a hard time letting myself take too much time off. Um, people get after me all the time for it, but, uh, that's how it goes. So I'm, I'm in the gym all the time and it's hard for me to take time off and actually relax. So, well, it's hard to take time off when you see your dad working out after working mm -hmm. construction every day, it, mm -hmm. it, it's in your blood. You can't really exactly. help yourself. Well, awesome stuff, man. Happy that you're doing well. Happy that you're enjoying the off season, getting a little bit of a breather. I know you're still working really hard too, but uh, good catching up and look forward to seeing you uh, in August or whenever you get back out mm -hmm. in San Jose. Perfect. Thanks, Molly. I appreciate it.